0: Has anyone ever invited you to make a graph of your spiritual life? This is something I do all the time. I'll meet with new people in the church, and we'll have this, it's called Next Steps class, actually, to help people get going spiritually. And And I'll say, get out a piece of paper and tell me, when did you begin to think about spiritual matters, and, and what does your spiritual growth look like on a graph? When was one of those times in your life when you know you were really close to God, and you were doing the, the good and godly things that you want to do? That's trying to develop within people a memory of the good times of God in their life and the times when they know they were seeking Him. I also think it's important for you to have a very clear image in your mind when you were far from God so that you don't go back there. Today, on Your Next Step, we're going to talk about how memories can help you grow spiritually. We're going to look at how the Word of God is just a series of memories of the good and the bad of God's people and how... His Word, God's Word, invites you and I to remember, to remember what God is doing. I believe that it's important for you to remember both the good and the bad, because otherwise you're possibly going to repeat the bad. Let's not do that. Let's repeat the good. I'm Pastor Doyle, and I want to help you look at the memories and remember the power of God to deliver, because you know it. God has already delivered you from so much, and He's going to help you with what you need today. I want to talk to you about how we can grow, but I want to connect it to the fact that that your memory is really essential for your growth. you know th- there's a principle in the midst of this that I think we take for granted that that we kind of we kind of set it aside you you realize that you need to remember things just to have access. you you remember in school? remember in school when they're trying to get you to remember you know your addition table or your multiplication table and they're trying to get you to memorize it you know they, they give you different techniques in the process or or maybe maybe they they they're inviting you to learn a series of of words to spell them in the definition the reason is they understand if you can expand your ca- your 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 vocabulary You can expand your horizon in terms of relationship with people, your knowledge. It gives you access to more. Now, you and I know this today. We know that our memory gives us access because every one of us, (laughs) you've been asked... Can you remember your first pet's name, uh, your mother's maiden name? It's all part of getting access, isn't it? It's to get, it's to get some sort of passcode on the Internet. It also tells us how unsafe the Internet is. We won't go there in terms of that, that, that thing. But, but, but the reality is we have all these little things that we're trying to remember in order to give us access. One of the funny things, you talk with people and they'll, they'll remember their junior high locker combination code just because they're using it to get on the internet today, right? That's the key to their financial future. This is what God says. God says that if you remember certain things, you can have access to more of me. If you will remember these principles, it will open up a door of opportunity for you. If you fail to remember this, that's going to be closed off to you. It's going to be kept from you, not because you're a bad person, but that failing to remember will put you in a bad spot. You can't make that happen. If you have a Bible, open it up to... Uh, the Psalms, and, and look at Psalm 103 with me, okay? We're going to look at this, but but pull it up because I want you to see some of the other verses in there. I'm only going to give you a few of them. This whole psalm is a psalm of David, okay? And it's a, it's a psalm that God is a God who saves, that God is a good God. Our God, He's awesome, okay? This is the way David, and if you look at the psalms, okay, again and again and again, these are songs that they sang to remember <laughs> to not forget. The reason we like that is songs help us remember, don't they? They're, they're, a, they're a device to help us connect to memory. How many of you have a, have a favorite song that reminds you of the beginning of your relationship when you fell in love with that significant person in your life? Just hearing that song connects you up with that. See, God Takes stuff, he puts them in a way because you and I are unique among his creation. You and I are unique. We were designed for a memory, okay? We were designed to remember. And so God wants us to utilize this. Okay, have you found Psalm 103? Okay, this is God's invitation, all right? Through David's mouth Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, my soul. And do not forget any of his benefits. Who pardons all our guilt, who heals all our diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with flavor, favor, not flavor, favor and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things. So that your youth is renewed like an eagle. So God says, when you and I remember, when you and I remember things well, when we hang on to the things that God has done in our life, we remember how He's rescued us, how He's forgiven us, His mercy. He can bring back the energy of your youth into the later years of your life. Now, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a resource that gives me strength and life and energy. What's interesting, when I looked at the Hebrew of this, of this passage, the words there where it says do not forget, it's uh, tishki. It means do not mislay. Huh. Do not be oblivious. You know, you know how your car keys, right? You can, you can lose your car keys. I mean... Even today, you've got to have the fob, and you've got to be within distance of the car to get it to start. You know what I'm saying? We keep making it easier, so we just, if you mislay them, if if you're not intentional. So what God is inviting you and I to do is He says, listen, if you'll become intentional and you'll have a place where you keep these memories, hmm, it will be life to you. It will give you access to all that I have. At our house, we have this block of wood with, with multiple hooks on it near the door so that we can just hang up our keys when we come in so we always know where they are. We're not searching for them, they're easily found. That's our system to remember that. What is your system to remember what God has done in your life? Have you created a system? Do you have a methodology? See, if you want to be a growing person, growing people have a handle on their memory. Then listen, the Bible talks about your memory over 230 times. The word remember is in there over 230 times. Let's not, I'm not even including the times when it talks about do not forget or remembrance or reflect. I mean, so this is a big theme in the Bible. Why? Why does the Bible want you and I to remember? You know the answer to that one. If you and I fail to, for, to remember, we're liable to repeat the negative, aren't we? See, if you, if you don't remember what it was like to go out and, and to drink all night and, and, and to wake up the next day and, and, and uh, you don't know where you are and whom you're with, you might repeat that same behavior. See, you and I have to remember the negative as well as the positive, and God invites us to remember His mercy, but He also invites us to remember the negative in our life, so we avoid the negative. If you and I don't remember, we're liable to repeat history, and God says, don't go back to that negative place, and then that's why you and I want to remember. We remember the good, and we want to remember the bad, and we want to put them in the, in the right context. See, God, God has this system when you, when you start looking at the word remember over and over and over again in Scripture. So God says, remember, remember what I've done for you. And then He connects it with His twin. The twin to remember is declare. Now think about this. God says, remember what I've done for you and declare it aloud among the people. See, God wants you to remember His goodness, hang on to it, and share it with other people so they can experience the freedom you've gotten so that you can establish it deep within your soul, deep within your being. That's why it says again and again, I will praise you, O Lord, because you have set me free. I, I will declare before the people the goodness of God and your mercy. See, when you and I declare what God has done for us, we remember it well. In the same way, when you and I look at one another, our beloved in our life, and we say, I love you. You remember when we walked on the beach? I wish we were there today. Because of the snow, right? See, what you're doing in that, you're locking the relationship in. And when you and I remember what the Lord has done and we declare it aloud to Him and to those around us, we lock in the relationship. It gives us strength. It gives us a future. And it keeps us from heading down a bad path. What I love about the Bible is that it remembers the good and the bad. There is no ancient text provided to its religious followers like the Bible. Be clear on that. Other ancient texts, they pull out the negative about their people. They only give you the positive story. The same way I want my biography written. Huh. Right? This is, this is why we want to write our own biography. Because we want to keep it from, you know, I don't want people to know I did that. I thought that, I behaved that way. That's not the way God has treated us, because God wants it, wants it to be honest. He wants us to, to know that He loves us despite our flaws, because God accepts His people to make mistakes, but He expects them to turn it around with His strength, with His help, with His provision. He does not want us to remain in that broken way, So he shows us the brokenness of our our ancestors, of our family, of our friends. And he shows us their brokenness. Why? So we can learn from their mistakes. Every parent looks at their child and says, Please, please, don't do what I did. Why? Because we don't want you to go through the pain, the suffering, the anguish. We love you and we know it wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be. In Deuteronomy chapter 5 it says remember that you were slaves in Egypt. Now what's interesting about the word there that's translated okay remember is a different word to remember and it says mark it down mention it. So God God wants us to be vocal about it. That's why I'm telling you, the twin to remember is declare. I need you to, to not only know it, but I need you to speak it out of your mouth. Get it out of you, what God has done. Get it out. And it'll, you know, the, the moment you say aloud, God, I just thank you that you've delivered me. The moment you say that, it locks it into you, doesn't it? It changes your perspective. God, I just want you to know, I'm, I'm glad you're my friend. I don't know why you're my friend. <laughs> I've done a lot of things that would make you not want to be my friend, God, but you are. Your word says that I'm your friend. I, I, you've forgiven me. I thank you that you're my friend. See, that's all locking it in. Okay, back to Deuteronomy chapter 5. Talking about the people of Israel and their, and their redemption, their, their freedom from saving. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Now, now why is that important? What well, God is saying, I want you to remember you were in slavery. You wanted out of it. But you did not have the strength to set yourself free, did you? But I showed up because I'm faithful and I'm loving and I'm kind. I'm that merciful God. That's what David was repeating over his own life. He, he's after the deliverance and he's like, well, God, if you delivered all of our ancestors from Egypt, you can deliver me from the Philistines. You can deliver me from the situation. See, David understood this. See, when you and I remember God's power to deliver, it, it locks something in inside of us. But look, look at that verse. Look at, look at how it says that it was God's outstretched arm, and he says, observe the Sabbath. Why, why does God say that? He says, I want you to take one day out of seven. You can have six, but on the seventh day, at least stop and acknowledge that you aren't all that. At least take one day out of the week and remember, I'm the one that gave you the strength and the breath and the life and the creativity. Why do you and I, why do we sit around the table and we pray before we receive the food? Because we're trying to lock in our heart that God gave us the food. You say, well, I worked awful hard for it. He did too. Did you cause the, the earth to produce fruit without his help? I think not. See, you and I, we, if we don't remember, we'll begin to become arrogant, prideful, self centered, and believing that we're the one. Listen, when I look at an apple that grew on a tree and, and it's healthy for me to eat, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. God, only you could have done that because I know my gardening skills. Woo-hoo! See what I'm saying? If you didn't have Kroger, Meyer, Walmart, I don't care what store you go to. If you didn't have them, how many of us would be hungry? Now, I'm not telling you to worship Kroger. I'm telling you to worship God. Take one day a week. Now, does this, does this mean that we have to observe the law? I didn't say observe the law. I said, pump your brakes a little bit. You're, you're on a fast track of life. And, and, and the world around us tells us every day that, that you, can, you control your destiny. Really? Not if he says so. Let him change the direction of your life. And see, when you and I remember, we're saying, God, I trust you. I trust you. I'm not relying on myself. And see, that's why memory is important. And if you want to grow, you, with the moment, when the moment you remember, you, you plug in access to the power of God to provide you. But when you ignore God, now you're reliant on human effort alone and the, and the kingdom of this world. And what did Jesus say? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The moment you and I remember, we bring access of God's kingdom into our life and it begins to flow out through us and into other people. This is why we need to remember. We need to remember well. Remember how God has delivered us. Remember remember your parents? They, They would say to you, do not touch that stove, it's hot. And you listen to them until one day you didn't listen to them and you just touched it once and you never needed to re- repeat that again did you see this is the this is the this is the the danger you and I live in is 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 the choice to other people can give you perfect ad- advice based on their experience and you ignore them and that's what the word of god is the word of god is perfect advice built on human experience and sometimes we ignore it and we end up getting burnt and god invites us to remember look at this numbers 14 people of israel are in the desert and they start complaining to moses that night at the all the members of the community raised their voices and wept aloud All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole assembly said to them, If only we had died in Egypt or in this wilderness, why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and our children will be taken as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? They were making bricks, people, they were slaves. And they said to each other, we should choose a leader and go back to Egypt. I think that's hilarious. Because it's me. I sometimes got I, I misremember the past. Sometimes I remember slavery is wrong. I remember it as, 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 as though it was good. I mean, at times the people of Israel said, you know, back in Egypt we had fish. You also had no freedom. And see, that's what we do. We lie to ourselves about the past. We misremember it. And we have to be careful. If we don't cultivate a healthy memory of, of reality in life, we are doomed to repeat the past. We will go back into slavery. It will harm us. It will not be good. I watch people all the time and they, they miss this. I, I read this passage and I'm thinking, how on earth could you not want to follow Moses? I mean, the dude split the Red Sea. He, he saw God face to face. He kind of glowed when he got done. And yet, we quickly forget the powerful presence of God among us. And see, sometimes you and I, you know, we've got to be honest. We've got to be honest about how we have forgotten Listen, if, if you and I, if we want to weather the storms of life, you know what I'm talking about? You know, when, the, when that wind blows through and it causes you to be afraid and anxious and you just, you kind of feel it kind of in the general community at large. What do you do? How do you steady yourself when you feel that, that come through? The scripture says to remember. It says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. It says that David, he he went out to battle with his men, he came home, and when they got home, the whole city was decimated. Their their, their wives and children were taken away. His own men wanted to destroy him. It's similar to the moment that Moses is having here. It's similar to the moment when you say, all right, let's get up and go to church, and everybody says, oh no, we don't want to go today, right? No, we're going. We're going. Why are we going? Because We got to remember what God has done in our life. There's There's this collective memory and there's individual memory. And this is what David does. David, it says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Now, what does that mean? It means David began to say, Lord, you know, I remember when I was a boy and I was out there in the field and that bear showed up. You helped me with that. And that day the lion showed up. Oh man, that was amazing. God, I was just a I was just a young man. There's no way I could take on a lion alone. Normally we do that as a as a team, but, but you showed up and you were my teammate, God. Oh, I thank you for that. And I remember the day, I remember the day when I went down to the camp with my brother's lunch that daddy sent me down there with, and, and, and I saw Goliath Beller, and I saw in him that same anger, that's that same. That same attempt to make me afraid that the lion and the bear did, and I said, no way, I will not be afraid because you are with me. You are a good God, and you saved me from the lion and the bear, and you will save me today from Goliath. And God, I took him down, but I know it wasn't me. I couldn't do that alone. There was something supernatural that took place that day when I released that sling and that stone, went across that valley and took him out, and God, I need that same supernatural power right now. I don't know how, but this is what I know. I'm not reliant on David alone. I'm not reliant on Doyle alone. You are not reliant on yourself. You're relying on the Lord of creation, the one who flung the stars into place, the one that knit you together in your mother's womb, the one that has always said, I have a plan for you, and today I got this. Amen. See, that's, that's the kingdom of God. And see, when, when you and I, when we take our memories lightly, when we begin to remember, you know, back before Jesus was in my life, it was so good. Uh-uh. You're about, you're about to go in the ditch. You're about to repeat the most negative, harmful part of your life. See, you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. That's what it's about. You have to develop a, a, a healthy memory. We have to be honest. We have to have a change of thinking. We have to have a change in thinking. We have to believe that God's way is better than our way. Miss part of the show today and want to hear more? Well, you are invited to download and subscribe to Your Next Step on all major podcasting platforms. If you'll pray with me right now. I believe that God's going to move, that God's going to change some lives, that God is going to transform the world in which we live in. And so I invite you right now, let's just, let's do this together. Let's not waste any more time. Let's just bow our heads and go before God. You know, traveling always fun, but I always pray before I travel. So today let's pray for those that are traveling. Lord, we live in an unprecedented time. We live in a time where people can travel. God, we can get in our cars. We can can get on planes and we can get on boats. And there is just an unbelievable number of places we can go. So today we want to pray for the travelers. but Lord, we pray that we would not venture out into any journey without seeking you. But Lord, when we do, when we go on a journey, and and you're leading us in that, we pray that you would lead the journey, that you would guide the journey. So today, I, I think about the people that have to travel every day. They have to go long distances to work. They have to fly. They have to they have to catch ferries. And there's so many things. We're asking you to put your angels around them as they travel. But there's other people that are traveling for vacation. They're traveling for for. For rest and, and for recreation. Lord, may they receive peace and joy in that. Protect them. Lord, we need your protection because sometimes we just we just travel and we don't think anything about it. We take it for granted. So today, we want to travel with you. In Deuteronomy it says that as we go about, as we travel along, that we're to teach our children about your word that we're to bind it on our hands and our hearts and in our heads, that we're going to hang on to it. And so, Lord, I pray today that while people travel, they will give you the glory. That I pray that while people travel, they'll celebrate that we live in a remarkable time, that you are good, and that in that we will not be grumpy or complain about traffic. We will not complain about lines, that we will be happy that we have the opportunity to travel light our path today. In Jesus name. Amen. You know, I know, I know that that prayer was good and that you were part of that, but I want to take you to the next step because that's what we're all about here. Right? So would you go to your next That's our website and give us your email address. And we're going to give you our ebook. It's a prayer guide. This month, it's free. Know that it's free. It's not going to cost you. You just have to give me your email address, and then you and I can become prayer partners for the ministry. I need you to pray with me and agree with me. Our world needs revival. We need you to become a prayer partner. This community needs you. So go to yournextstepnow.com, give us your email address, and get your free prayer guide ebook today. This has been Your Next Step a ministry of The Church Next Door in Columbus, Ohio. We hope this has been an encouragement to you as you seek to have a deeper faith in Christ. If you'd like to hear today's show again or share it with a friend, look for Your Next Step on all major podcasting platforms. We'd love to see you soon at The Church Next Door. Easily find our service times and our app. I'm Pastor Doyle Jackson. Join us again next time for Your Next Step.
1: I believe you're going to find people that have a genuine love for God and a genuine zeal for the truth.
0: You don't have to dress super fancy. And it's so lively and it's so much fun and just you leave like oh, so refreshed. And I know I keep saying family, but that's what this place is for me. It's family. I'm Doyle Jackson, pastor of the church next door. People keep telling me how good it is to worship God together again. Well... Come join us. Visit us online at thechurchnextdoor.org.
1: Stories are a way we relate to one another. It's hard to underestimate their importance. Wessler Media is here to help you preserve those stories that you hold dear. We'll produce a personal podcast, an audio scrapbook, that will preserve those memories for generations to come. Get in touch today. Call toll-free or text one 38 story one 38 story Or visit wesslermedia.com. That's W-E-S-S-L-E-R, media.com. The production you just heard was carefully crafted at the studios of Wessler Media. For more powerfully engaging podcasts and other audio content, visit wesslermedia.com. Stories of overcoming adversity, intense and unexpected twists and turns, education, encouragement, and plenty of those, did you hear that, moments. Hear more and talk to us about creating your own podcast from large and detailed projects to smaller, more personal-sized productions. That's wesslermedia.com. W-E-S-S-L-E-R-media.com.